Asia Tech Podcast. Voice of the Asian Tech Ecosystem. Hey folks, we're live. We are at The Co, the co-working space in Duxton Road. That's right. In Singapore, I'm joined by Nim Siva Kumaran. Yeah, almost. almost. Nim Siva Kumaran. Nim, thanks so much for welcoming us to your beautiful co-working space. It's lovely to, to have you guys here. Yeah, um, great to be here. Thanks a lot to Rena for the introduction as well. We're on a tour of ecosystems, funds, accelerators, all the people that support the startups in mm-hmm. the ecosystem that make up Asia. And um, so we're here today at The Co. This is where we're going to do our event on the 20th as mm-hmm. well. We're bringing together angel investors and startups to talk, have a conversation. And um, yeah, it's good to meet you finally. So yes, uh, yes. You've been in the background in these conversations. So, yeah. Nim, maybe we can start with yourself mm-hmm. and uh, maybe a little bit about your background, how mm-hmm. you got to this place. I think maybe just looking at the name, there's yes. an interesting story. Although some people may already know where that comes from in the yep. world. Maybe you can enlighten us. So, originally from Sri Lanka, um, but I, I always joke I'm a man of United Nations family. Yeah. So, my mother's United. from Malaysia. Uh, my elder sister was actually born here. Um, and I was born in UK with my younger sister. Okay. And then uh, <clears throat> that journey has, has led me into Asia, coming up to 10 years now. Yeah. So Singapore's very much home for me these days. How many languages do you speak? I speak uh, English, Canadian, American, Australian. Okay. New Zealand? Kiwi? New Zealand, yeah. We can very go good. on. <laughs> okay. Not Tamil or? Basic Tamil. Okay. Basic Tamil. I'm probably two words in Mandarin. Oh, okay. That's you can have a Tamil conversation <laughs> here, right? Quantum. that's Barrett in the background there our engineer okay so you've been in Singapore 10 years Uh, so Singapore for close to two and a half years Uh in Asia Pacific for 10 years because you travelled around quite a bit haven't you as well I mean I'm I'm a fellow traveller by spirit so what's the story there story there I was in um, I was originally in events Mm. uh, so focusing at uh, tech events Um, so that took me around the region Um, Mm. I was based out of Malaysia and then Australia that then moved me into flexible workspace. Mm. Uh, so very much supporting um, SMEs and corporates. So that journey took me from Australia to Hong Kong, from Hong Kong to Ho Chi Minh, and then stops in KL and uh, Singapore. Yeah. Um, so it was very much a man with a suitcase traveling, <laughs> <laughs> traveling around the, the region. And um, you know, last two and a half years, I've taken that experience from People Spaces experience uh, yeah. and helped to uh, drive the co. There's a whole sort of generation of people now who are kind of realizing this lifestyle is possible, isn't it? That mm-hmm. you don't have to be fixed to one space. You can come to anywhere in Asia mm-hmm. and find a community plug into it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's almost 10 years ago, this was not possible. Yeah, I mean, we, we had the technology, but we I didn't know people doing it, did we? I think you've, you've got the technology now, and mm. you know, nowadays you're not tied to a cubicle. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, hopefully you like the space that we have here. Yeah, so it's. More of a boutique uh, offering. Um, But I think, yes, people are moving around. They're not tied to a nine to six. Um, People are not necessarily having to work a corporate life. So, yeah, so we're trying to embrace that. Yeah, excellent. And obviously, you've traveled around a Mm -hmm. lot. You've seen different cultures as well. And and how that sort of comes into play here in Singapore. Mm -hmm. It's a fascinating place is that you you find people from all over the world. Absolutely. You know, I know um, historically... It's had all those kind of influences, like, for example, from Sri Lanka or Malaysia and, mm-hmm. and so on. Yet now there's a new generation of people coming here to Singapore as well and finding opportunity mm-hmm. here. And we must preface that it's not the cheapest place in the yes, world to yes. bootstrap a startup. Yeah. But 
So maybe you can talk a little bit about your community here. What kind of people are part of the co that make up the, the you know your your customers here and the people that come into the events and so on? Yes, I think we've been quite fortunate. Co was um, one of the early pioneers of co-working in Southeast Asia. So this is going back to 2013. So over that time, the community has evolved and it's and it's grown itself. Um, I think we've always been quite fortunate to have interesting people with good networks, mm. some very large brands. You know, so we've had the likes of Spotify within the community and down to a, a one-person operation that needs to connect with a network or a, mm. a um, business support services. Um, so that's one of the great things where that, um, I guess, that connector within the ecosystem, whether it's a VC, whether it's a corporate uh, early-stage startup. Um, mm. So we try to be that, uh, that connector. Okay, and what, what do you do here? I know you run the place, yep. but... That can mean many, many things. Yes. Like, what, what's actually your day-to-day -day like here? So, day -to -day, I mean, I'm very fortunate that we have a very talented community team across all of our locations. So, you know, my my role is to very much, you know, connect the different components together, yeah. um, and a lot with external partnerships. So, um, over in Malaysia, we were selected as the first digital hub in the country. <clears throat> so, we work very closely with MDIC mm. to try and encourage uh, new entrepreneurs coming into Malaysia. Um, but yeah, so I'm, you would hardly see me tied down to a desk. I'm always sort of running around at an event or, um, you know, um, I was traveling to our different locations. Yeah. And you were just recently in Bali. I was in Bali. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, how was that? It was good. We had a nice, nice surprise. We had, uh, won a recent award at the, um, ASEAN Rice Bowl Awards yeah. um, for the best co-working space in Singapore. So I had a good opportunity to meet the other, uh, key players within the region. Yeah. As well as you know, VCs and you know other other interesting startups from countries like Myanmar, Thailand, Great. Philippines. So it's yeah, it was a nice way to spend. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot worse places than Bali. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really bad, is it? It's okay. So I mean, congratulations on winning the award, mm -hmm. you and your team. And um, I mean, you were out in Bali as well. I, I spent a bit of time in Bali, mm -hmm. and I went to. I think after Steve set up Hubbard there. Yeah. Um, not long after he set up, I went and checked it out because mm -hmm. it just got a, quite a bit of attention. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you've been up to Hubbard there, but it's, you know, it, for those that haven't been or haven't heard of this place, it's basically a co-working space in a rice paddy. Mm -hmm. It's made out of bamboo mm -hmm. and it's pretty phenomenal. I mean, it completely matches the, 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 the layout and the land and the scene that there's going on in Bali with mm -hmm. the kind of people there mm -hmm. as well. I mean, it's, it's quite radical mm -hmm. in, in what they've tried to do there and it wasn't easy setting it up as well. Mm -hmm. I just think, what, what do you think when you see sort of co-working spaces like that? Is that sort of like a one-off or are they sort of, you know, is that sort of the spearhead of a, a future generation of what work is and, you know, lifestyle independence and all this sort of thing? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think with Herbert, they're very community-centric. Um, the, the great thing that they've done there <clears throat> was really to embrace the actual uh, neighboring facilities. Um, so if you're outside of your space, if it's vibrant, you'll have a vibrant community or, or co-working space. Something similar, which we've tried to embrace here in Duxton, mm. is we're, we're more than a rent-a-desk business. We do engage with the neighborhoods via, via events. Um, over in Bali, it's very much, I would say, a digital nomad community. Yeah. Whereas markets um, in Singapore, for example, there's that mix between enterprise clients, <clears throat> um, VC startups. Um, so I wouldn't say we have a cookie cutter model, mm. um, but I think you do need to embrace the market, the community that you're serving. Yeah. Um, and how do you do that? Because I guess the challenge is, is you know, the 800 pound gorilla, mm. the WeWork out mm. there who has free beer yep. on tap. Yes. And um, it's interesting. I, 
from I had a WeWork membership for two months mm. and I didn't take a single free beer out of the, the yeah. tap there yeah. because it was always there. So fine. I'm, I mean, I was on the coffee all the mm. time, but yeah. you know, how do you compete with that? Because they have the free beer, they have the, you know, the, the they would argue the best locations and mm. they have the biggest locations mm. and the biggest brand and the biggest marketing budget. And mm. Snoop Dogg came to their annual, you know, like powwow with all the, yep. you know, the, the WeWork heads. Mm. You know, you must surely look at that and think, we can't compete. We can. You just have to fight a little bit harder. Um, I think, you know, obviously with WeWork, very much they play that scale scale game. For, for Co, we've always been very community-centric, um, and we see ourselves as a niche player, a boutique operator. So um, even for Duxton, you can see each room is actually individually customized, yeah. uh, which is quite unique here for, for Singapore. You know, um, in, you know, without sounding too rude, I, I often compare it to coffee. <clears throat> if you're somebody that likes coffee, you won't go to a chain. Yeah, McDonald's or Starbucks. Yeah, without mentioning that. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, uh, I can do that. <laughs> so I think for Co, you know, we have that legacy. We've been, you know, we've been here for multiple years. Yeah. We've built up a little community base. You know, we've got some great um, companies. You know, we have one of our community members. Um, their investor is the co-founder of Alibaba, for example. Mm -hmm. So we've always had that ability to bring these um, people together. Um, so I'd say, you know, we work, they're running their own race. <clears throat> we prefer to, you know, focus on our own Absolutely. efforts. Yeah. You have to find that sort of niche and that they can't compete in. So how does that actually manifest in the community itself? I know a lot of co-working spaces talk about community and community building, but how do you can actually touch and feel that as a, you know, a member of that community? Mm -hmm. So we're, Co is part of a larger group called Arc Spaces. Um, mm -hmm. So we have uh, three elements to the business and it's very much that one to 100 story. So we're not a pure play co-working space. Mm. The advantage for that is that we can really focus on that uh, community building. Um, so we have a very, uh, I would say, high pro proportion of uh, male and female members. Mm. Um, so the Duxton, it's around 60% female membership. Yeah, I've noticed that. So, um, yeah. so, and we're quite fortunate that we work with people like uh, HER Entrepreneur, which is a yeah. female entrepreneur group. <clears throat> so I would say we're, we're able to really focus on those um, community efforts mm. because of that. And because we focus on boutique spaces, the interaction with people, it's daily. Yeah. It's not because of free beer. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, free beer grabs people's attention mm -hmm. and it's a bit of a gimmick, isn't it, at the mm -hmm. end of the day? Mm -hmm. It might get people through the door, but getting people there and staying there... Mm -hmm really is about the people that you have, right? Yeah. I'm just interesting about, I mean, you mentioned 60% women mm -hmm. here and it's International Women's Day. Yes. So let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, what do, do I mean, I'm, I don't know the, the data comparing it to WeWork, for example, but do you think female entrepreneurs are more attracted to this, this kind of space? I mean, it's completely ad hoc. We're doing back of the envelope stuff here. But. Yeah, I think I think there's different components. Um, with community, it's not a one-off interaction. So I think it's a combination of the space, um, the curation of the events, the partnerships, the types of industries that you're servicing. Yeah. All of that has come together. Um, we're quite fortunate in... We have supported uh, a couple of niche community groups who are um, you know, trying to create more opportunities. <clears throat> so over time, that... Um, that percentage has obviously increased. Yeah. Okay. Good. And, and where do you see it going from here? Because I guess the challenge for co-working space mm -hmm. is understanding 
which direction they go in. Do they open more spaces? Mm -hmm. Do they, you know, take new floors? Mm -hmm. Do they even take this model and do it for corporates? And you know, because now corporates are looking at co-working spaces and saying, can we do that, mm -hmm. right? Um, or do we sort of, you know, add extra services into the co-working space and upsell those to your your existing members? Mm -hmm. How do you see it sort of the journey now for the co from here on in? I think, I mean, we've, as, as one of the early adopters, um, we're here to serve the ecosystem, um, whether it's uh, landlords themselves, <clears throat> whether it's um, the startup community, whether it's uh, VCs. Um, there are different components. So I think the key thing is to ensure that it's not um, being overburdened by one particular right. market. Um, yeah. So obviously now there's a lot of interest from enterprise clients, yeah. but there are ways in which enterprise clients want to coexist with startups. Now that could be access to talent, access to uh, new ideas being around innovative teams from a, from a startup perspective, mm. obviously, you know, they're very keen to scale quickly. Mm. Um, so having access to wider resource pools where they can do that. <clears throat> that's, so that's where the space planning also comes, comes into play. Yeah. Um, so it's not about servicing one, one particular sector. We've seen a lot in the the enterprise space mm -hmm. in the last at least last year at least, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it, they they want all the, the corporate clients want everything that you've talked about, Nim. So they want that sort of access to innovation and ideas, and they want to sort of learn about agile culture mm -hmm. and how it actually looks and feels and so on. The, the challenge is, is is making that work because I, I there is a there is a bank who shall not be named mm -hmm. who who moved into a co-working space that won't be named somewhere in Asia, mm -hmm. in a city. And uh, they went in and they said, okay, we love the co-working space effectively. Um, we want to be part of this community. Yet we're going to do this and we're going to have two floors and the floors are going to be, you know, only accessible by key card. And mm -hmm. we want our own coffee machine in there and everything. So mm -hmm. our people don't have to come out and mix with the startups. Yep. Right? So, you know, it's co-working more like flexible office space more mm -hmm. than anything else. So mm -hmm. how do you, I mean, is there sort of education that needs to happen there? I mean, when you talk to enterprise clients, for example, mm -hmm. um, how do you find that? You know, because you have to kind of almost go into the DNA of the organization and yeah. play around with it a little bit. Yeah, so I think we've been quite fortunate in terms of we, we've been involved in the enterprise uh, market for quite some time. We have another brand which is called Arc Offices, <clears throat> which is spread across um, Asia, so also covering China. So we're in um, Beijing, Shanghai, uh, we've extended that to markets like Hong Kong, Yangon, as well as Singapore and Malaysia. So we've had a lot of experience in dealing with you know, space requirements for 300 people. Hmm. Um, so we have those different, different elements. Each, um, each need is different. Um, but I think if you're community-centric, then um, that's where the curation of the events, the partnerships is critical because hmm. it's you know, how do you bring people together um, social is obviously a great way because it brings people in an informal manner. <clears throat> so uh, our community team work very hard, <laughs> hard, hard with that. Whether that's a weekly yoga session, whether mm. it's you know it's a, it's a happy hour. So we we try and bring those elements so there is those interaction points. Mm. Um, so a large part of what we do is to connect people, be it through in person or obviously technology. Yeah, and and doing that, what have you learned in the the journey? What, what do you know now about co-working spaces that you didn't know when you started out? Um, I think it's, it's evolved now um, from being something which was 
focus for startups. I mean, mm. back in the day when COVID was set up, it was very much you know, a place for tech startup to meet VC. And it's evolved now, so you do get a bit more mix of enterprise clients within that space. Um, it's moving towards, I would say, a hospitality play. Mm. Um, and now you're seeing <coughs> co-working going outside of traditional buildings um, into, you know, be it hotels, be it shopping malls. Um, so I can mm. see that evolving where you know, work is coming into live and you know, live is coming into, in, into work. So there'll be, I can see an amalgamation of these different areas coming into one. So explain to me a little bit about that, the hospitality play. What is that? So you're saying, for example, like a hotel, there is actually a hotel I know here in mm -hmm. Singapore mm -hmm. that does this, that mm -hmm. has co-working spaces mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. it. Um, what's going on? I think it's a buzzword at the moment. So okay. I think <laughs> Explain <laughs> it to me as a buzzword. We need to understand buzzwords. <laughs> buzz, buzz is good. Um, I think everyone's trying to kind of capture that market. There is obviously yeah. a phenomenon with uh, a couple of those, the big operators uh, internationally. The, I mean, if you're looking from a hospitality play, it's really in terms of those service levels that you would you know, uh, experience from a five-star hotel. Mm. That is now coming into a flexible workspace. You know, people want a nice environment to work in. They want to be working with uh, friendly people. Mm. Um, and the beauty with co-working is you can choose who you sit next to. Whereas in a, you know, in a corporate environment, you have yeah, to... Yeah, st you're stuck. You're stuck, right? With a, with a Imprisoned. Same <laughs> with, a, with, a, with the same person. So I think there are the different elements that are coming together. So you know, what co-working has brought over the years is the ability to break down those walls and bring different departments, create different ways of thinking. I think the hospitality is a great way in terms of you know how you want to project um, your company image both internally with your mm. staff but also through your partner network mm. so i can see that that's all sort of coming together as 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 a one experience yeah interesting so would that mean that co-working would in the future evolve beyond co-working spaces yes and become more of a i'm trying to find my words but more of an uh, a concept rather than uh, a physical place you know in the sense that you could have co-working at like you said I mean retail outlets and yeah and I think I think also for now we're quite fortunate with co where yeah. people see us not as a physical space mm. um, you know because we've been involved from you know very early on <clears throat> we're very plugged into the ecosystem uh, particularly here in Singapore where everyone seems to have a second connection yeah um, so we you know um, so I, I can see that you know so the, that the market's going to evolve. There'll be, a, you know, there'll be some companies that will go. The ones that are in a rent-a-desk business, mm. they're going to struggle against your WeWorks. Yeah. So, you know, the ones that you know will rise um, are ones that really focus on the community, focus on those um, those niches, and how do you support your current members? Mm. How do you help them grow personally, professionally? Yeah, um, and that, you know, that's that's what we try to do here. Okay. Great, it's fantastic. Um, I'm very curious about the kind of people you've got sitting out there today. Mm -hmm. And I know um, you don't get the benefit of being a lookout there like I can from here. <laughs> so um, what kind of people do we have in the, the code today? Because I'm curious, you said there was a real mix. You had like enterprise clients and mm -hmm. startups and mm -hmm. so on. Just randomly, who would the, these people sitting so, around? So, I mean, Duxton, uh, it's uh, it's a very interesting neighbourhood. So, you know, even even out of, outside of the space here, you've got some very um, cool F and B concepts, yeah. like Kilo Kitchen. Uh, we've got Lucha Loca here. Um, Code Duxton. Um, I was in terms of the members, um, quite heavily skewed to people within the creative space. Yeah, creative, fashion, lifestyle, 
uh, digital marketing space. <clears throat> Our other location, which is in High Street, which is a bit more tech-focused, so dealing with uh, VCs, um, so companies like Mox, mm-hmm. SSV, okay. uh, quite a large uh, VC yeah. fund. Yep, um, from China. Yep. yep, so they're there all over the place. So great to have them as part of the community as well as some earlier stage. Well, what sort of presence do they have there? So um, they're across um, both our locations, across Singapore and yeah. uh, Malaysia. <clears throat> so they originally are from China and mm. they, they run their um, accelerator program in Taiwan. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they're, um, as the, you know, they're obviously looking for startups across Southeast Asia as well. Um, so they have access to our community. Right. So okay. it's not just about renting a desk. It's also giving them uh, access to the... Uh, do they have a presence there? Or, I mean, yes. Uh, okay, so do they have some of their people working out of there? Yep, they've got, they've got teams based in okay. uh, Singapore and Malaysia with us. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, MOX and SOSV are prolific in their space. So. Yep. Okay, very interesting. It reminds me, I mean, here it reminds me a little bit, and I'm just maybe shooting beyond my um, knowledge, but I think it's a little bit like, you know, in London, Hoxton, Dalston area, which is kind of a bit trendy, a yep. bit fashionable, yep. um, a younger crowd, mm-hmm. more creative, mm-hmm. like you have those, you said those FMB concepts are here yeah. as well, because yeah. they can experiment around these kind of areas? Yeah, so with, I mean, our community here is actually the neighborhood. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so it's, it's on sort of quite a larger scale. But I would say here it's not so much for early stage companies. These are people who, you know, second time, third time entrepreneurs, people that have an interest within the neighborhood itself. Um, and I think from a design perspective, we try to create something which you know, feels like your house mm. um, or very nice home. Yeah. Um, so it is... Um, um, you know, you notice that you can't quite catch it, but there's a lot of natural light uh, yeah. across the whole floor. So it creates this nice interaction points between the uh, different members. Mm-hmm. Okay. As well. Good. All right, then. Um, well, thanks for your tour mm-hmm. of a little bit of backstory to NIM and also to the Co here. Mm-hmm. What's coming up at the Co, apart from March the 20th, obviously? Yep. What's coming up at the Co events that are of interest? So we've got uh, we've got a couple of interesting events uh, lined up across both locations. Yeah. Um, check us out on Facebook. So we yeah. do we do promote our upcoming upcoming events. Um, next event we've got is uh, we have a, obviously the session with you guys, yeah. uh, which we're excited about. We're also working with Crib. So Crib um, supports female entrepreneurs. Mm. Um, so we have an upcoming event with um, with the team there, um, and then. We're involved in Malaysia. <clears throat> we help um, organizing Malaysia Tech Week, right. um, which will take place in mid, mid-June. Yeah. So keep your eyes. Are you flying out to Malaysia? I fly out fairly regularly, but yeah. uh, quite fortunate that we have a great team out there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm there sort of once, once a month or so. Okay. So do right. visit us if you're around. Where, where are you in uh, KL? We are in uh, Bangsa, which okay. is the yeah. digital hub. Uh, we have another location, which is in um, Heritage Row. Yeah, um, which is uh, an old party area. It's a very mm. kind of a cool, cool, funky space. And uh, arc offices. We have a further four locations, mm. which is more kind of city based. And what's the vibe like up in Bangsa by comparison to here? Bangsa, Bangsa again is one of the first co-working spaces in Malaysia. Yeah. It's very, um, it's very relaxed vibe, yeah. chill. We have an amazing uh, coffee shop slash chocolate. So I think you may know. Oh, is it Love Eighteen? It is Love oh. Eighteen. Yeah. Well, so. big shout out to Eddie, Love 18. Yeah, no, yeah. We lo- he brought his chocolates into the studio. Yeah. And I, I was, you know, I don't care about the business model. These chocolates are just fantastic. So funny, funny story there. So uh, Rena had uh, 
call me. She said, "Hey, um, I've got a, uh, I've got one of my startups. He wants to share some chocolate with your members." Yeah. So I said, "Why not? Yeah, come down. Let's let's have a chat." It was a rainy afternoon in Bangsa. Sat around a table like this, and then Eddie said, "Yeah, well, I'd love to kind of set up a love eighteen here, and then you know rest rest is history." Awesome. But so they're based there. Yeah, they're based there. Yeah. So oh wow, that's good enough reason to go. Yeah, good coffee, great chocolate. Oh so yeah, that's uh, good. The Malaysian Royce, as they call right, themselves. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're f- phenomenal as well. I mean, it's, they're based on sort of the Japanese Nama chocolate, which is for those that are listening. Explain is that that real soft, mm-hmm. often refrigerated chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it tastes amazing. Yep. And he's got a real passion for it. So, I mean, it's great to be around people like that as yeah. well. So I think really I th- into what they do. Yeah, and I think that's also what we try to do. We try and, you know, promote from within the community. Um, it's yeah. not just about having a big brand come in to occupy the entire space. So you do need to have these different components. So, um, you know, Love 18 themselves are a startup. Mm. And so, you know, it's great to have them there. You know, they can share, obviously, the journey that they're going on. <clears throat> with the, with the, with the community, so uh, yeah, do um, do check us out on Facebook. Uh, so we do list our uh, upcoming events. Yeah, all right, great. We'll put all your details in there, and if people want to reach out as well, you've given them many options to do that. Mm-hmm. Nim, um, thanks for your hospitality today, Thank and you. you know, showing us this space. So this is where we're going to be on March the twentieth. We're going to bring. I think roughly, it's, I mean, figures to be confirmed, like 12 startups mm-hmm. and five angel investors. And um, we're going to put them in a room, room together and, mm-hmm. and make them talk. Great. So, you know, they would have seen all the pitches beforehand. Mm-hmm. So there's no pitching. So um, really, that evening is about talking, getting to know each other mm-hmm. and asking questions as well. Um, you know, we believe, and I think it was Rena that said this, and uh, yes, it was Rena, when we were talking about, you know, we were a bit tired of all the sort of pitch competitions and shark mm-hmm. tanks and so on. They have mm-hmm. their place, yep. their entertainment, mm-hmm. which is great. And I said, but you know, yeah, startups, they don't need sharks. Yep. Like sharks are not good, you know, like they're not benevolent creatures on yep. your side. They're going to eat you up and rip you apart. Mm-hmm. And then Rena turned around and said, you know, I'm more of a dolphin than a shark. Yeah. And that's when it sort of solidified. Actually, that's the kind of approach that we need. Mm-hmm. Much more sort of benevolent, kinder approach yep. rather than ego. And mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm out. Or, you know, I've got five minutes. I'm getting on a plane. Are you with me? You know, that's not what we need in the startup ecosystem. Mm-hmm. We need to like, have proper conversations. So. And we need a space where we can do that as well. So, uh, you know. Looking forward to it. So. Yeah. Are you going to be there? I will be there for Excellent. sure. Great. Looking forward to that. And um, we'll continue this conversation. Nim Sivakumaran. That's it. Did I you you perfect. Who runs the co here in um, Duxton Hill, Duxton Road. Yeah. So, I mean, it, obviously, if you're in the space in the area as well, then, you know, drop in and say hi. Feel free to drop in. We've got uh, Joanne and Hanson here. Yep. So, I'm sure they'll say, we can't quite see them. Right. Great team. So, they'll look after you. Yes. Um, Nim, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us today. We're on a tour of the startup ecosystem in Asia mm-hmm. and all the people, the unsung heroes yes. who help build that ecosystem. So thanks a lot today for your hospitality. Okay. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at atp.show.